0: Hello and welcome to Music and Film Saves the World podcast. My name is Chris Rice and today I'm joined, making his podcast debut, my good friend Simon Bridgman. Hello Simon. Hello. Um, and today we are going to be doing one of the Spoiler special. So uh, Gaz and I did a Spoiler Special on James Bond No Time to Die towards the end of last year and uh, Simon and I are going to start talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness which I think came out about six weeks ago. Yes, Yes. early May. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, And this is also to coincide with um, it being released on Disney Plus um, towards the end of June. Um, So it should be available as you hear this. Um, But if you haven't seen the film, we will be spoiling it. (laughs) So, you know, I mean... Feel free to listen because, to be honest, we need, I need the listeners, but be free to listen to the uh, podcast uh, if you haven't seen it. But I will be spoiling it, and quite a lot happens in this film. Yes, it does. Um, so, um, yeah, so we saw it on um, in a, in a big IMAX screen, um, our local IMAX screen, and um, unusually, and for the first time in a long while, I, it was in three D. Which was um, at first I was like, "Oh, it's in 3D," but okay, I'll go with it. And actually, the 3D was pretty good in it. Actually, yeah. it was, wasn't it? Um, now that was was that the first time you'd ever seen a film in 3D at the cinema? Yeah, I, I
1: was sort of excluded watching it in 3D. But, yeah, um,
0: yeah, it was good. It was very
1: good. The it was it took a bit of time to get used yeah. to. it, but once I got used to it, it was really good. Yeah.
0: And so, you never saw Avatar in the cinema in 3D or anything You've never like that? haven't seen Avatar at all. Haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a spoiler special yes. right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I actually had because you know, we were because we've also been to see uh, last weekend the um, new Jurassic World film, Jurassic World Dominion. And we saw that in 3D as well because they seem to be putting the sort of early evening showings in 3D at this particular IMAX at the moment. I think they're sort of gearing up I think it feels like they've slightly increased some of the 3D showings in some of the cinemas. Maybe they are getting ready for Avatar and they're sort of trying to push it again a little bit or something towards the end of the year. I don't know, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, the Doctor Strange 3D was a lot better than the uh, Jurassic Park 3D. Yeah, that, it was. That wasn't no good.
0: No, one. no, and I actually looked up uh, this yesterday because we were talking about it last week because where we were both quite impressed with the Doctor Strange 3D and felt that it really didn't work for the type of film it is, the Jurassic World one had that usual 3D conversion problem of some sort of full landscape shots look okay, but anything else just looks sort of, yeah, just like you're watching a film with glasses on, to be honest. Um, So I looked it up and actually um, Sam Raimi, who is actually a bit of a fan of 3D, his last film wasn't, I mean, um, he hadn't directed the film since 2013's Oz the Great and the Powerful, so it was his first film in nine years and that was specifically filmed in 3D. I suppose at that early, that, about 10 years ago, we were still going through that 3D phase. Yeah, stage when everything was 3D. Yeah. Um, but apparently it wasn't filmed in 3D, but the shots and everything were composed with always 3D in mind. So when they did the conversion, that's why it felt like it was very... I mean, there were instances where things right came up right at you and you <laughs> felt like you were part of it. So normally I'm a bit averse to 3D films, but... When it's done properly, and when it's specifically done for the film, I think it works much better. And I think there was nothing more that really showed that when we went to see Doctor Strange, and then a month or so later saw Jurassic World, and the difference in the quality. Yeah, of it. The, the difference was massive.
1: Yeah, uh, one, it just felt part you felt right, and the yeah. other just felt like oh, people in front of a background. Yeah, didn't, didn't yeah.
0: Good it, 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 so, and, and to be honest, it sort of really got you into it straight away. So it starts off with um the new character that was introduced, America Chavez, and a sort of another version of Doctor Strange being chased through sort of some, some universes and some sort of para some dimensions. And that really the 3D shows off straight away because yeah. it really works with the way that everything and obviously they're all running around against a green screen, they've got monsters after them, etc. The most, one of the ones out of all, it's very, it doesn't let up.
1: No, no, there wasn't, It yeah, it started from the straight away. I mean, yeah. you had like two minutes at the start of the, the wedding, but apart from that, it was continuous till the end.
0: Yeah, it was real. And, and normally, I would say, Marvel films do tend to take a little bit of a breath and character moments and stuff, and not that this didn't, but I thought this was one of the most intense sort yeah. of ones Um That we've had, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why this one may have had more mixed reviews. It has had mixed reviews, this one's, and some people are loving it for the Sam Raimi sort of style, and because I think they have let him loose a little bit on it, which, um, but obviously, some people think it's a little bit too much. Yeah, I did
1: look at the rotten tomato. I think that was eighty eight for the for oh. their viewers. So, so still,
0: it's probably once again the critics were a little bit. The critics were worse than yeah, the yeah, viewers. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which often happens. Um, and obviously, we have a lot of we we have a lot of stuff these days, don't we? We have a lot of it, which I think I'm going to touch. I'll touch. We'll talk about it a bit later because it's quite. A, not only was this got a bombardment, but we do have a bombardment of stuff. Yeah. If you want to be in touch with everything that goes on in this film, it's quite handy that you watch some of the Disney Plus shows and all that type of thing. And it's asking a lot of viewers now, I think. Agreed. Um, um, but anyway, so they're after this Book of Vishanti, and I'm, I'm using the uh, font of all knowledge Wikipedia for to fake us through the plot because, I say, a lot happens. Um, so that particular Doctor Strange is killed and Chavez creates a portal and transports herself... And Strange's body to what is the Marvel Earth we know. I was gonna say our Earth, but it's not, is it? M T U Earth. To our Earth. And that's and so A few character beats in there, sort of saying are you happy, I think she sort of says to him, and all that type of thing. Um, and I feel Rachel McAdams is used much better in this film than possibly the first Doctor Strange film.
1: Yes, and she's in it a lot more than the first one. Right? Yeah. She was just this character, for yeah you know, background character. When, when they needed her, yes. so to speak,
0: yeah. Um, and oh. Sam Raimi took over this film, because originally the original director, Scott Derrickson, was going to direct this one. Um, they started all the prep. Um, but the old creative differences happened, and they he left, and they brought Sam Raimi, in, which obviously which excited a lot of people because this was his first superhero film since Spider-Man Three, and however whatever you may think of Spider-Man Three, there's no denying that the first two Spider-Man films are really good, um, and his first new film since, as I mentioned, was The Greater the Powerful. So, and obviously with the Evil Dead trilogy. You know, he has a lot of fans, a very certain style. And I thought, they, a lot of people thought that with Doctor Strange, they could really bring his style into it. Yeah, I think
1: it's it's the only one which really would work with his sort of style. Yeah, and yeah. It's more gory, which we will go on to. But yeah, it's definitely a more in his class of films. And
0: I think as it goes along, it gets more Sam Raimi. The, the camera angles are shifted around. You know, you have people, sort of a, a couple of Evil Dead references and that type of thing. Um, and what's funny is... Sam Raimi tried to make a Doctor Strange film in the nineties. So he that was who he, what he wanted to originally make, Doctor Strange. Right. Before he was given the Spider-Man gig. And he tried to make a Doctor Strange film in the nineties. He was attached to it when all there was all that period in the nineties where they kept trying to make superhero films, get them off the ground, and it never quite happened. And no, then, no, and the then graphics, Blade the graphics the, wasn't good enough. Yeah. And, and rights yeah. was always an issue. Who had the rights to stuff? Because Marvel Unbelievably, at one stage, it was having money problems. So they had to sell off the rights to a lot of people. That's why Sony has Spider-Man, for example. Um, and it wasn't really till Blade and then X-Men and then Spider-Man that, it, that the wheels started turning a bit. And suddenly people think, oh, they, we can make them now. We can make them and make them look good. And, and and I think give a bit more emotion to the films. Treat them seriously, because I think there's all there was always the problem that we sometimes had. The Batman films. Which the Batman films did. Uh Superman films did a little bit in the eighties as well. Not really treating the material seriously. And it's not making no. it out into making sure you're making a like a, a you know a an Oscar winning epic, but it's just and it doesn't mean it doesn't have to have yeah. humour in it, but it just Yeah well, they seem to go downhill didn't they? Superman four. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, Batman and Robin, <laughs> what Superman. Four, <laughs> they, they they couldn't afford to go to America, so they went to Milton Keynes to make, to make Metropolis. That's <laughs> that was that was uh, well, that's another story in that film. But uh, yes, so we have the wedding, and then at the uh, wedding, this creature which is called something, which I can't find what the name of it turns up with a giant eyeball, which you get as a really good Lego set, by the way, and sort of interrupts the reception. So at least, at least she's managed to have the main wedding ceremony without uh, <laughs> yep. any interruption. Um, and then, yeah, so Chavez has been chased by this creature and um, Dr. Strange notices and goes to help. But obviously we have the the mainstay of the MCU also comes along, which is Wong. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so uh, i have this sort of joke that wong seems to be wong is it is you know phase one <laughs> yeah it's the wong CU, is, is what we're gonna call it but um yeah so uh, wong turns out he's, he's a great character is, and Benedict wong, yeah yeah benedict different. Wong's really good so but so and obviously he's got to be in, in the doctor strange world so he turns up uh, who because he's now the sorcerer supreme because uh
1: yeah, that was a nice twist from it, yeah, making him yeah. the sorcerer. Yeah,
0: the Strange relinquished that role, because Strange was made yeah. to dust, yes. So, um, yeah, so, and then they sort of go, and once they've defeated, they... And I think that's where you really get the... start getting the Raimi-isms, the way they managed to kill the the giant eyeball by using, a, I think it's a a lamppost or something like that. Yeah. And it pulls the eye out and a slightly... Not gore, too gory, but slightly properly stepping a little stepping bit
1: further away than the MCU usually normally does. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, to try and keep in with that twelve or in America PG thirteen remit, which I think this film pushes.
1: Yeah, yeah, more than any of the other. If it had too. been
0: made a fifteen, I wouldn't be overly surprised, to be honest. But it would have been a low fifteen. But yeah, you know, I think the Batman is a low fifteen, but I think it is definitely a 15. Fifteen, you know. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, so they find. So they have a look at the dead body. They realise that they've, they've got to do this. This thing of that. She she says that she's been chased. That's it. Somebody's trying to get her powers chased. And um, she doesn't trust Strange at first because the Strange from her universe sort of went against us. um, didn't he? Tried to take the powers. Yeah. Them. Yeah because um, he thought that was the, the way that would solve everything. Um, they had to talk about they talk about what happens in Spider-Man, No Way Home a little bit and all that type of thing. She says, who's Spider-Man and yep. all that. Um, and then they decide to go for help. They decide to go and visit Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. And this is where it starts happening, where it is handy that you've seen WandaVision. Which I am. Because then you know where she is, what she's gone through, uh, what she's done, um, um, and I'm not going to go into too much detail of that because otherwise that's a whole new other spoiler special. But um, and this is where actually they show their cards very early in this film, and I and I and I quite liked the way they did this. So, strange goes to wanted for help. Yeah, and, and you think, yes, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll help you. Of course, I'll help you. And then she makes a mistake. Says right?
1: the name, because doesn't she? Says she? America. America. Yeah, yeah. And then she realises she hasn't seen it and the whole area changes. Yeah, too. And she becomes Scarlet Witch. Yeah. It was impressive and it was quick and it was surprising how, yeah, because I re the trailer and there are little clues in the trailer. Yeah. But, yeah, you assume that she was going to be Team working together. Yeah, it's only now you realise this is the battle straight away.
0: And you don't realise how clever they are with their trainers because they show you a lot.
1: They don't show it lot.
0: And also in the trainers, they sometimes divert your sort of theories to another part, like the when you have a little few of the cameos. So it takes it away a little bit from what she's actually and and what I liked is we've seen films before where. So it happens in TV series quite a bit, actually, where the person you think is the goody throughout the whole series ends up being the bad, the either halfway through or a few episodes left. And they could have easily have done that in this. Yeah. And I was quite, oh, good. They've shown their cards early. She's become full Scarlet Witch. She wants the children back that she created in WandaVision and that she had for a very brief time. And... Um, and sort of getting over the loss of vision and all that type of thing. I would I would say, from my
1: point of view, because I hadn't watched One Division, um, that part I was surprised that they didn't explain more in the film, because I thought like they were just you really did need to see One Division, yeah. think, to see and understand her backstory, the children a lot more, yeah, because I didn't have any. I'd seen one one episode, but. Yeah, it gave me no background knowledge at all, and I assumed the film was going to give the main points of the thing somehow, some way to show yeah. what her and it doesn't, it doesn't do it at all. Where really. you do need to see the series to properly understand the backstory to destroy watching the film, but it didn't give me her reasons, her motivations.
0: And this is where maybe my slight alarm bells of the MCU phase four as a whole. I have, is, I think, because you've got, you've got into a situation now where, yes, it was handy before to see all the films, but you, when there's two to three films a year, if you haven't gone to the cinema to see them, these days it's very easy to catch up with stuff, you know, yeah. you've got streaming, you can rent it, you can buy a Blu-ray or DVD relatively cheaply once they've been out a while, all that type of thing, so you, you know, you have them on TV, you, there's multiple ways of seeing these films now, even before Disney+. Plus. Um, but we've got to a situation now where there's so much stuff, you know, you know we're looking phase four and I know everything has been delayed because of COVID, et cetera, and things were, especially towards the end of last year, everything was, a lot of things were released in a quick six month period and all that type of thing. Yeah. But you know, you've got a situation now where this year alone, you've had, we've had Obviously Spider-Man came out at the very end of last year. We've had Moon Knights TV series. We we're already on Miss Marvel's started. We've had Doctor Strange. We've got Thor coming out in a matter of three weeks. Four weeks. Um we've got She-Hulk coming in August. Um another series of What If, which also is quite I mean, you wouldn't have thought it, and I didn't think I when What If came out on Disney Plus, the cartoon, this is this sort of like the alternative versions of events and it's a cartoon animated show I didn't watch that initially because I was thinking oh, I don't need to watch that but doctors with this film it's handy that you have
1: yep it is handy um, and the other thing about that is you have to watch it on Disney Plus there's no as yeah. you say there's no choice of how you watch the TV series you have to have Disney Plus you have to pay for that which yeah if it's only Marvel you want that's a lot of extra especially if you go to the cinema to watch the films yeah um and so that's surprising and there will be looks like it'll be true of the Marvels as well because the, I doubt they will introduce her properly in the film no. if she's got a whole series to herself. No.
0: So the Marvels basically, obviously we've had Captain Marvel and we've had Captain Marvel the film and she's been in the Avengers films uh, as well. Miss um, uh, Marvel, obviously the TV series is coming and the other Marvel, the third Marvel, which is Monica Rambo, I think is the name of the character. Obviously, she was due to a young girl in Captain Marvel. But how she got her powers, and her as an adult, is in WandaVision. So, it's handy to watch that. Once again, proving a quite a pivotal TV show in what it's introducing. So, that slightly rings alarm bells. I think this was the first film, at the moment, the first film that seemed like you had to watch the TV shows. I think Shang-Chi, Eternals, Black Widow, because Black Widow was set before, and Spider-Man, I think have been quite easy to watch without having to watch any of the TV shows. Not that, you know, we know what it's like. You know, there'll be things that are introduced in these films that we don't know about and privy to and all that, which is fine. And when you're a fan, like I am, that's that's the fun of it. Yeah. But the problem you start getting is, is it going to not become for the person, for the casual viewer. And it goes to show that Spider-Man... How much money you go see? How much money some of these films make? You oh, yeah. know that for some people they went to see Spider Man, but they wouldn't go to see Doctor Strange necessarily. Um, it's massive difference. Yeah. Spider Man,
1: the last Spider Man, is made is one of the third or fourth biggest Marvel films. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. and that was like still COVID related. But that's
0: not really being released in China. No, that's excluding China. Uh, where no. Spider Man does well in China as well. So uh it's um it's yeah. I mean, well, Doctor Strange at the moment is the biggest film of. Of the year, nine hundred, just over 900 million. I think it'll probably just fall short of under a billion. I think the way Top Gun Maverick is going, I think that'll overtake it over the next couple of weeks. But it is one well, of it's, you know, in the sort of, sort of post COVID type of world where it looks like things are starting to pick up a little bit. Um, whether we'll we'll get to the levels of twenty nineteen, I think it might take a few years. And I think the way the of streaming and things being released has changed. Obviously, we went to see it at the beginning of May. It's on Disney Plus next week, and it's out on Blu-ray uh, mid July. So it's get it's quicker. I mean, it whereas a you used nice. to have three, you used to have three to six month window, well, six month window, I think it was. We're now on in a in a two to three month window.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, it's. I think people still go to see events. Yeah, you know, um there's certain films, like we say Top Gun, it's you know, no matter what TV you got, it's never gonna be as good as watching it in the cinema. Yeah. Um so event movies definitely, but maybe smaller drama ones, especially if they're gonna on something like Disney six weeks later, yeah. That's that's gonna to struggle to get people to go to cinema to Yeah,
0: watch. Yeah. So anyway, so she becomes a full start witch and she's got the dark hold, which I couldn't quite remember how she got that. That was the <laughs> And she's got this dark, cold book, isn't she? She got it at the end of Scott uh, the series, didn't she? Wonder Vision. Oh, she must have done. The problem is, I've only seen it once myself, and uh, it was me when it first up, came
1: out. Me reading up, it said she got it at right at the end, and she, it ended without yes. reading it. Yes,
0: she got it off Agatha Heartless. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. And she and she was at the very end of Wonder Vision. She was like practicing, starting to use it. So, uh, and but there wasn't any sort of, and there was a slight foreboding. It wasn't like terrible, but it was a slight foreboding of that. So, you know, it, it's not great surprise that she's turned bad. And in the comics, she sort of switches sides, sides every so often. Um, she's technically an X-Men, isn't she, uh, Scarlet Witch, in the comics. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah, she is. I've got this feeling she's got some connection with Magneto. I might be wrong there. But anyway, so... Um, so, Strange obviously refuses to surrender America. So, um, Wanda attacks Karmatage. So we have this quite uh, sort of big set piece of them attacking the their fortress and everybody up. They put a big uh, sort of force field around them, etc. Which she sort of manipulates. A couple of people scares them and starts yeah. breaking down the defences. Um, and there's a that's where there's a really good sequence where he sort of traps her in like a mirror dimension at first. Yeah. And this is where the sudden some of the horror stuff comes because she starts coming through the the mirrors and the puddles in the room where they're sort of hiding and comes out of a I think it's it's like a mirror or a a reflective surface. But she does it in a way like it's something straight out of a zombie film
1: sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And this all sort of really worked in three D with all the different bits and all the different screens and. The glass moving around—that was very well done. Yeah, it was. And it's a yeah very intense sequence from the, as soon as they attack, but once she breaks through, especially to uh, that bit
0: is very good. And because also, because the, you always know when the three ds good is when something comes at the screen, you sort of not, you sort of slightly flinch because it feels like something's coming at you. Um, that's when three D, which never happened in the Jurassic World film, no. and it does happen a couple of times, in not it? Um, so, what then happens? So, um, yes, yeah, so then we have this really, which I thought was a really cool sequence. And this is where some people are a little bit disappointed with the film in terms of that um, Strange manages to get America to transport them through portals, uh, or a portal to another alternative Earth. But as you do that, you go through different versions. So You go through like a, I think there's a paint world, and a yeah, world with dinosaurs there's... in, and... Um, a bit where they sort of almost come apart like a jigsaw, almost. And I think that would be very good watching Disney Plus to try to pause bits because I'm
1: certain in each one of those scenes there would be masses of stuff. Yeah. Oh, look, this, that, and that, which in the cinema obviously you'd see for two seconds and then they're gone. Yeah. But when you pause it, like, oh, look, they've added that and that. So I mean, that, that I say,
0: sequence must have taken ages to put yeah. together as well. Um, and that's a really cool sequence. And what some people are disappointed about is that they end up in an Earth, a version of Earth, which just looks like a a more greener garden-y type earth. (laughs) Where you go, where you red weeds go rather than green. and Whereas some of the other ones they went through was more interesting. And we don't get this. Some of the criticism is, it's called Multiverse of Madness and there isn't that, that much madness. No. But I'm wondering whether the madness is more referring to state of mind a little bit rather than craziness of of what's happening a little bit but yes
1: and that's how they sort of tricked us all with the name we sort of assumed it was going to be different we thought more association to the spider-man bits yeah Um, and there isn't as much of that yeah. as you know we thought the universes would break down a lot more than they did yeah the, the journey through
0: yeah Um so yeah so that's uh, and, that, and there's some good nice character moments where sort of dr strange and america get to know each other she gets to know this dr strange and he's sort of trying to say to him, i'm different from you're the one that you knew. Um, um, I actually, I thought earlier, rather, it was quite an interesting thing where, because Doctor Strange dreams, is it? Does dreams the beginning. And and she says, oh, yes, your dreams are your alternative, are actual, your alternative versions of yourself. And um, I thought that was quite, it's quite a funny little sequence. Mog says, what about when I've been chased by a clown or something like that? She goes, oh, yeah, like, okay. And I was just thinking to myself, like, I, I don't remember my dreams. So maybe <laughs> I don't really remember my dreams, or I have a dream. I if I do have a dream, it'd be just walking through a Tesco's or something. <laughs> that's, a, it was that's boring. The, that's the boring universe. a <laughs> boring universe. So <laughs> you Not much the universe. different to, the, <laughs> to this one, but um, so whilst they're off in another dimension, um, one of the sorceresses she's got so wanders captured Wong and another sorceress manages sacrifices herself and destroys the dark old book um, so Maximoff forces Wong to lead her to and I've got this written Mount Wondergore which is the source of the Darkhold's power to re-establish the Dreamwalk <laughs> So basically, what what it is is Wanda wants America's portal powers, doesn't she? So she wants to transport herself to another dimension where her children are there and she can be the mother of those children, irrespective of if there's another alternative version of her there, which I I imagine she was, her intention is to somehow get rid of. Well, someone does actually
1: ask her about what we can do to the actual thing and she couldn't answer the question no because she's
0: in some respects she doesn't know herself does she at that point she goes well what will you do with them yeah you know and you sort of think well there's only one thing she can do with them really either put her through another portal and put us in her place or kill her basically so um so anyway they they come across uh carl mordo um who sort of actually only has quite a brief role in this Film. Because at the end of Doctor Strange, it was a sort of establishing him being one of Doctor Strange's main baddie. baddies. Yeah, and, and it
1: assume that he would appear in the next one yeah. as, as yeah, the main baddie.
0: And actually, when America says to him, oh, who is this? And Doctor Strange says it, he sort of intimates it like that there's been some adventures in between where he is the is his main... Because at the end of the Doctor Strange film, he more goes off in a huff. I wouldn't say that Doctor Strange and Mordo were necessarily enemies they're not more enemies no but the way he Den talks about it in this is that they are so he always suggest that I've missed something or or whatever but anyway so um, he takes them in um, sort of drugs them um, just the old <laughs> give them a cup of tea trick <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you always know when they're drinking it. Don't drink that. Don't drink it. Bring your own water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> does that, right? Yeah, does it? Put it your own water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then they get sort of um, they wake up in this facility in a cage. Christine Palmer's there as part of the facility, and they get introduced to the Illuminati. Now, the Illuminati in the comics is this sort of sort of a sort of a think tank, um, like a board of. Of some of the top Marvel Iron Man's often on it, to be honest. So, this is where I think people, if you're expecting a cameo fest in this film, which is what a lot of people incorrectly assumed, it was nothing Marvel put out there, but I think the name Multiverse of Madness was, I think, every, and after coming straight off the back of Spider Man, I think everybody was expecting this cameo fest of people that have been in it before from the X Men films. From all that type of thing.
1: Yeah, I think partly because all the talk about them buying Fox and so the moving the X-Men in, people were sort of assumed that this is how they were going to move them in. So this is how you could connect it in so that there would be a large section of people, especially X-Men, so that's how you could combine them in all the Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one crazy rumor was that Tom Cruise was going to turn up as Tony Stark. That was this, and I was thinking that's definitely that's can because apparently in the 90s Tom Cruise was attached to an Iron Man film, so you're like, this stack that, that's still gonna happen. Uh, it's going just still be taking it a bit too far if they do that, but I mean, they take it fairly far. So, I mean, anyway, so he gets presented in front of this Illuminati. Um, Doctor Strange does what they're going to do with him, sort of thing. Um, and then we have Peggy Carter as. Captain Carter. yeah, Or Captain Britain is another name that, that has been is sometimes banded about for her. And that's from What If. That's from What If. Um, so if you... I don't think you have to have seen What If no. just to get that, but if you... It does help if you have, because it makes it a nice sort of uh, cameo for you. You get um, the strange one, um, well, Black Bolt, from played by the actor from the Inhumans series, which... <laughs> And, uh, and possibly, I think even people of massive MCU fans haven't watched the Inhuman series. And, and to be honest, <laughs> I wouldn't wish it upon anyone because I've watched it and it was bad. But um, I think it's Hanson Mount's the name of the, the actor who's been in a lot of other things over the years. He plays Black Bolt again. Black Bolt can't speak because if he speaks, he's, he's a bit of a the task acting that one really. <laughs> yeah, when
1: he speaks, he kills you, doesn't he? Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. That's his powers, yeah.
0: Yeah. which are pretty bad powers, really, to be honest. Um, the, um, yeah, so um, he's there. Um, you have Maria Rambo um, reprising her role from the first Captain Marvel as yeah. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So. Um, yeah, played by um, I don't remember her name now. She was in No Time to Die, wasn't she? Let me just look this up. Lashana Lynch, that's it. Lashana Lynch as a, an alternative version of Captain Marvel, and then you have like a fan, like a fan, almost like a fan casting of Reed Richards.
1: Yeah, which you wonder if that will he will be the future.
0: Yeah, because he's him and him and his wife Emily Blunt. And what's, what's his name as well? All my, all my names have gone. Let's have a quick look at the cast. Um, John Krasinski, of course it is. John Krasinski, who um, used to be in The Office, didn't he? Yes. The American he Office. Yeah. Uh, now become a director, directed the first two Quiet Place films, married to Emily Blunt. So there's always a, this fan thing of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt being. The
1: two in fantastic, the, the two four, fantastic which, four. Yeah. May now happen. May hate
0: may now happen, or they might just have just use this as a sort of a bit of a nice to have. Um but um yeah, he, he's in it. And then we have probably the big cameo, which is Patrick Stewart as Professor X, yeah. Uh, in his chair from the, the cartoon T the oh, V wow. series of the nineties. Is it? Which um, a normal chair then. Yeah, right? and the theme of the cartoon is heard in the background as he comes on. And Because they're bringing back the cartoon. Right. So they're bringing back the 90s X-Men cartoons. It's called X-Men 97. So they're going to continue the cartoon. The style is going to be as if there was another series of X-Men in 1997. So okay. I think it finished in 96. Up. Yeah. So that's coming. And so there was that. Um, and I'm going to have to say something about Patrick Stewart's Professor X. I think him and Batman's parents are the... Most killed off (laughs) characters characters of them all. So, but anyway, so in the as all this is going on, we have Wanda then using at this mountain, using the powers of the mountain. Um, she's it's almost like there's these creatures that have been waiting for her, and she's almost like a a god of that mountain. Of that, yeah, the mountain was built
1: basically for her,
0: yes, and um. So she uses that power to cross, to manage to cross herself over to another dimension. She can't physically go there because that's why she wants America's powers, but she can you mentally project herself
1: and take over another host. Yes.
0: And this is another very rainy, very horror element of this when she's been taken over. So we have an alternative version of Wanda who's much more of a passive Wanda, has her powers, but she's more. She's a housewife. She's yeah. happy at home. Yeah, yeah. Looking after the kids. But anyway, as she, she's, as she starts turning to the Wanda from the Marvel world, she, the photo looks, the photo, this goes past the photo, the photo moves and, and she gets taken over and she does this thing where she actually looks at the camera. She gets taken over and looks at the camera, looks at us. It's a very, sort of takes you out of the film slightly. It's a, quite a very clever little element. And that part is very... Yeah, I think as we go along, we're getting more Sam Raimiisms. Yeah. We are pushing that probably more. That, as I say, that twelve PG thirteen um, rated. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we, we so she gets so she takes that over. So whilst so there's quite a lot going on in this film. And As I say, this film is the momentum is bang 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 bang. And because she's taken over um, this wonder, she can then go and find. America and Doctor Strange. Yes, yeah, she's in, fully. In, she's
1: fully in this universe yes. now. So, yeah. Well,
0: so, um, yeah. So basically, they want to get rid of Strange because he's he's triggered a universe destroying incursion, and um, and apparently they they Strange from that universe. They even though they treat as a hero, they actually got rid of because they felt that uh, he was dangerous. Yeah, to
1: destroy Thanos, so he used an incursion, which yeah. is basically connection of two. Different universes together. Yeah. And it meant one universe has to be destroyed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she returns up, kills all the Illuminati. She dispatches, um, Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards pretty quickly, actually. She does. he doesn't pass the long... <laughs> no. <laughs> that is a quick cameo. So if he never does come back.
1: <laughs>
0: that's <it. laughs> that is a very short career uh, yes. that is come, come back um, and only the only one that survives actually is Mordo um, Professor X lasts a bit longer he tries to sort of help her and tries to sort of goes into her mind because obviously that's what Professor X can do yeah. tries to pull her back um, but um, she ends up as I say killing Professor X <laughs> again <laughs> again obviously, is this that third or fourth time he's dying in films I don't know it's a lot X where the last stand he does yeah. Um he does in Logan. He does not he? Does he? Yeah. And he dies in this one.
1: So three times he's
0: died. And I don't think of course McAvoy wouldn't have done. No, he doesn't know. So he almost does. Um but yeah, three three times. He's a three time <laughs> You know, and Patrick Stewart's no youngster, so you're gonna bring him back again. <laughs> Patrick <Stewart's so> busy. <laughs> I know, I tell you, he's a card as well. So um Anyway, so they manage to escape. Strange, um, Chavez, Christine Palmer enter the space between universes. Find the Book of the Shanty, which is like the opposite to the Dark Hold. Um, but then Wanda appears and destroys it. Um, she takes over America's mind, uses her powers to send others to an incursion, destroying the universe. So Doctor Strange and Christine are in a universe, or sort of like a New York, which is... Well, there's not, much, there's not much of it. Not no. much left. It's basically almost dust. Yeah. And they find was. the Sanctum um, and sort of like a... a sort of a, a Strange almost gone mad. An evil Strange in some respects. But it's, not, it's almost like he's gone mad, isn't he, by what's happened or what he's done or what he hasn't been able to prevent.
1: Yes. Um, which is sort of similar to the one in The What If, the one who... Gets mad because he can't say Christine. It's that same sort of. Yeah, you know, it's not meant to be the same one. No, I thought it, it was at first. Yeah, it, it sort of implies it's the same one in the trailer yeah. because it looks quite similar to the one yeah. in What If, but it's not meant to be the same one. But it's the same sort of that drive, which is just drawn him to do look at the dark book too much to try to draw his power. Yeah, and so it's the it, same sort of. It's, it's, it's corruption. It's been corrupted by the, the same dark way. World. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this strange has a weirdness in that he has a third eye.
0: Yes. And he's forehead. <laughs> and they have a fight. And it's a really, it's actually it's a really clever fight. The way they use the musical notes is a real clever way of doing it. And actually the music also yes, goes along a, with it. the notes yeah. that are going on with it. And that's Daddy Elfman, who does the music, who, you know, he's a, I mean, he's he's a great composer. Worked with Tim Burton in almost every film he works with Tim Burton. But he's worked with Sam Raimi a lot as well. First two Spider-Man films, the original two Batman films, Dick Tracy. He's done a lot of those comic book films over the years. So he's an absolute expert. He's very good at the gothic sound. That's why Tim Burton uses him a lot. And he turned back and used Morris in every. Almost every film is directed. A bit like how Spielberg uses John Williams. Right. And so he really um, uses that the musical notes as part of the soundtrack as they're having the fight. So the sort of good Doctor Strange defeats the corrupted Doctor Strange yeah. um, and realises that he has to use the dark hold himself to stop Wanda, rescue America, who Wanda's now got, he's starting to drain the power of. And so the and that's where you suddenly think, ah, oh, so that's why they brought the body back. So at the very beginning of the film, America brings the body back, which I think accidentally, of the Strange from and her Strange universe. Um, and the Doctor Strange, a good Doctor Strange Strange, takes over the dead body.
1: Using the same way one had used to yeah. go the other way. So you,
0: that's an excuse for Raby to do zombie, zombie so, Doctor Strange. Up, up and I tell you, that I think really does push it that really does push it the, 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 the special effects on it it's not makeup it's the CGI these days but the special effects on it and using all the dark sort of the dark demons to help the etc yeah really does
1: push limit. yeah it 12. does it does
0: and then we have a uh, I think Wong has sort of survived as well being pushed down a mountain yeah we well, people, people back come up. back to Wong, Wong. slowly he's, climbing up he's gone off to another TV show briefly <laughs> the She-Hulk one which I think he's in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. Um, helps America. Um and America I think shows Wanda so sort they of what she'll become or shows Wonder what she has to do basically. Yeah. To to have these children. And I think that's where Wonder is always the way of these things. These baddies do baddies it's a lot of these films. When baddies are almost almost redeemed, they do all these bad things, then one little thing sort of suddenly makes them realize love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, realizes what they've done um, yeah and because they're because the kids are then are scared of her they don't recognize her in some ways as their mother they no. recognize the person she's trying to hurt as their mother even though they look the same um, yeah and it's basically realizing what she's turned into she then decides to destroy the mountain. Um, which destroys all the copies of the dark old sacrifices herself, and she's yeah, destroyed
1: a complete dark hole across the whole universe.
0: Yes. And then America, who's now managed to control her powers, because throughout the film, she only can sort of... She does it when she's scared. Yeah. She can um, jump when she's scared. And it helps her control her powers. She's then able to bring the good Doctor Strange and Christine back to their respective... or well, put them in their respective Earths. Yeah. So obviously Christine's in another one, and Doctor Strange is in the, the Marvel one, we know. So, yeah, so a lot, a lot happens... Yeah. in that in this film and as I say it's relentless there's not many beats to breathe in this film no um, some,
1: no after the, the wedding and the bit at the first bit when they're wandering around the new world yes and and then they go to the where they meet the UNRT. there's a bit of slowdown in those bits but it's only five minutes yeah it's very brief. Back up yeah, yeah. and you sort of feel like you need it a little bit
0: yeah um and, um, and I think that's probably why the film because I think some people were also expecting not only a massive cameo fest um which the film isn't it has its little bits but it isn't it's its own thing it's actually a story concentrating on strange wonder America really those three characters hey. and Christine Palmer um rather than and I think it, and for me if you think on hindsight I think that's better for it I yep. prefer that because it's it's going to start... Getting, I think we're getting to the stage where we're expecting every film to be an Avengers Infinity War or Endgame or a Spider-Man No Way Home and it just can't be that every single time. No, I, I think maybe
1: because of the name yeah. and because people were assuming, as we said before, that that's the only way they gonna bring the other characters in, yeah. that that's the film, this was the film everyone sort of associated. This is how they're going to connect it. So I yeah. think that's... Our preconceptions of what was going to happen, rather than what Marvel had ever planned for the film. Yeah, um, and I think it's better. It's very much a Doctor Strange film, and it's yeah. very much about you know his relationship, you know, with Christine, and you know, making him happier at the end. So it it does work, but it is a you know a tight film on on him.
0: Yeah. And um, so yeah, so America stays and starts her training uh, as they're rebuilding the uh, commentage And uh, Strange goes home, and uh, it sort of it sort of ends with um, him being oh I I'm, I'm all happy now walks down the street and suddenly he's in pain, and then he has a third eye third eye comes out because he's used the dark hole. Yeah. Um, and this is where actually I find it quite funny because then you have obviously the, that sort of credits bit and then you have a mid credits scene where he's now walking down the street again. <laughs> Repeated it again. So, oh, here I am again. I'm all right now. I'm walking down the street. And it, I, I, I imagine it's supposed to be taken after this, yeah, after this the third. end. Um, and then we get an, uh, somebody I didn't expect to turn up: Charlize Theron turning up. As I'm looking up here, the character Clea, who is a love interest for Doctor Strange, which in comics works
1: because they've finished the Christine yep. cycle. She yep. she might not, she won't appear in the next one, or it will be a
0: yep. cameo. Yep, and basically says, "I need your help." opens the portal and off they go. So um, Doctor Strange obviously is probably him and Spider-Man are the two, I mean, Black Panther would have been. But at the moment, I mean, things might change. I think Captain Marvel will be as well. Um, I think those three seem to be the pivotal three characters that we're moving into. Spider-Man, we've got to a third film, so we don't know really. But Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel seem to me to be... Difficult to tell because as I say we're bombarded with a lot of stuff at the moment. um The two sort of pivotal characters, yeah, they, they will be definitely
1: the characters they pull into films. a Bit like Wong does, yeah. But they will be pulled in because if it's mystical, you'll pull in Doctor Strange, yeah. And if it's space, you can easily pull in Captain Marvel, yeah. So that will be the you know the extra person if they need some help they can bring in each time.
0: Because I'm also interested how much more Thor we're going to have because Thor is the first one to have a fourth. Mm. I think they missed the trick there. They it, should have called it Thor 4. <laughs> but um, it's how well, how much more Thor we're going to have going forward. Now, if we're looking at, I mean, obviously we won't know until we see it and we never know. But the way it looks like, is, it doesn't seem to be any sort of let up of oh, Thor's disappearing, we're not going to have him anymore. I know they're introducing Natalie Portman back in it as a little sort of a, the female Thor, but it's... Um, but 4-3 if,
1: was so good and so fun. Yeah. Um, if you're him, you wouldn't want to give that role. No, in. no. Um, so,
0: yeah. And he's still young enough to sort of continue and be in another Avengers film and all that type of thing. I, I think he will turn up.
1: I think he'll turn up in multiple films for yeah. the time being. I wouldn't
0: be surprised whatever the next Avengers film will be. I I wouldn't be surprised if he'll be in it. Um, but no, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I would say thinking, I mean, seeing it twice and things change in time and you watch these things and we're at the days now where it's very difficult to watch things as many times as I used to. <laughs> but, because uh, there's so much stuff to watch as yeah, well. Not yeah, only if you have your time, there's so much of it. Um, I would put probably put this probably mid mid way if I was doing a marvel ranking. Now?
1: Yeah, I I think that's true. Yeah, it's it's not as outstanding, it's not one you go oh, that's my favorite. There'll be there few people who say that, but yeah. yeah it's so good. And it yeah, it's not definitely down the bottom half, so it is a mid mid table, which yeah. is a high level table. Yeah. Uh, but it is. Mid-level. Well, I
0: mean, as I say, I, I still think and I still think this, because I still think that the films that have been released, and a lot of people I know are mixed on Eternals. I actually really enjoyed it, but a lot of people are mixed. With, that's fine. But you've got a very strong set of films. I mean, I, I think this is probably the most consistent franchise of, say that we're on, what, 20? What are we on, 23? Yeah, something like that. Films, probably the most... Consistently good set of films there's ever been in a franchise.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even the poor ones aren't aren't that poor. No, but yeah. you can
0: still watch them and be entertained by them. Um, which I mean, you could say that with not well, James Bond. I mean, James Bond's very consistently good, but some of them are. When you especially have dated, struggle with Bond is over a longer period of time, so some of them have dated badly. But um, and in Star Wars, obviously, recent years that's become very mixed necessarily. In critically and fandom wise because obviously that original trilogy was very strong but since then we've had a mixed response to things and and stuff so I do think this is the best most consistent franchise of good films that we've ever had I think Mission Impossible is actually quite a bad shout for uh, yeah, another yeah. one but um, Mission
1: Impossible at least has yeah, a lot of the other ones have the same character so yeah. you've got to think this has been good in terms of they've done different Films with different actors and different genres. I mean, you've had like uh, spy ones, yeah. and then you've had like uh, sort of holly action ones, and, yeah. and all different sort of films. So that's harder to keep the consistency yeah. when you're doing you know totally different classes and of films. And when
0: you're releasing three films a year, yes. Um, you know, we don't get three Bond films a year. We don't get three Mission Possible films a year. So we get three... I, I know you can do it when you have different characters in different places, because things can be filmed all at, different, at the same time, etc. All in different countries. I mean, Doctor Strange was completely filmed in the UK. I mean, you you, you watch it. It's That's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Um, and, um, yeah, so... Yeah, and then we have a very post-credit scene, because earlier on, he gets this sort of... Uh, Pizza seller to start hitting himself, uh, which is a which is Bruce Campbell who's the lead in the Evil Dead films, and in Evil Dead Two, a zombie arm starts hitting him, okay. and it's a basically a, a cameo of that. I've read that a cameo of that. I've only ever seen Evil Dead Two once, so I basically. At the end, it stops, and then he looks at the screen saying, "It's finished" or something yeah. like that. So, it's a, a little. So, you know, if you're like us and you sit through the whole credits, and then you suddenly go, oh, "Do we need to sit through that that almost ten minutes worth of credits?" It's better uh, than the Avengers one.
1: The yeah. final one where you get there, you see the bang of the metal, or you're like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> Pass that ten minutes and you're bang. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, no, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good film. Um, I think that it may be. Maybe it's a little bit too intense in terms of some of the some of the things where what the MCU are really good at and some of the characters and stuff. You still get the jokey tone. Still quite serious though. I mean, I, sometimes I think people over egg this thing. Oh, MCU films are very jokey, and I don't necessarily always think that. But uh, I think that it depends on the film. The Ant Man films are Thor Ragnarok was, but I don't necessarily think uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier is the a barrel of laughs. I don't necessarily think this no. one was necessarily because it's no. uh, dealing with. There's a few elements of it because you're you're producing what. Technically, it's a family film. for people to watch, but um, but no, I think it's a good film. I think as I think you're right. I think it's about mid mid tier Marvel. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. any other any other comments you wanted to make. No, it? I think that's yeah, that's me covered. You covered. So yeah. So. There we go. That's our Doctor Strange Multiverse of Man is spoiler special. Um, thank you very much, Simon, for joining me. Thank you. I everybody. think I'm going to try and make Simon my my new Marvel expert. <laughs> he has got to watch some of the same TV shows. Though. Yes, I've got to start watching TV
1: shows.
0: So what we might do, and we're Obviously, it all depends on time and stuff. We might think of start from the beginning and go through each Marvel film and have a talk about doing a little spoiler special. We might group them up. So I thought maybe yeah. as it's technically included now, we'll start off with the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy and talk about the trilogy rather yeah. than individually. Go through some of them, maybe the TV shows, etc. So maybe we'll do a ranking. We're in discussions of what the best way to do yeah, it, but right. uh, but we've got um, hopefully we'll maybe do a Thor one in a couple of months. Yes, month's done. And um, we'll look to do a ranking maybe and all that type of thing. So, yes, yeah, so keep it on. Music and Film Saves the World podcast. Thanks very much for listening and we will see you again soon. Bye-bye.